Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Containeros podcast. The podcast is sponsored by Port Pro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io. And don't forget to mention Containeros for 10% off. So, in the studio today, I have Jeremy Sanchez. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So, tell us a little more about you. I live in Simi Valley. I commute out here every day. Right now, I'm working out of Compton as a company driver, but I do plan on being a... Eventually being an owner-operator, just waiting for the market to come down a little bit, and hopefully work will get a little better. I know AB5 is kind of throwing a wrench and everything, mm-hmm. but yeah. So you're not buying a $250,000 truck? Hell no, bro. I ain't buying a house on wheels. Not right now. <laughs> Shit. All right, so you want to share a little bit about your CDL journey, uh, the the process, the experience, what you went through? Um... It was, it was good. I mean, it went pretty quick. You know, it went through. That was a COVID career change. And I got laid off my current job. I was working parts for Galpin. Mm. Get it at Galpin. I knew it sounded yeah. familiar. Yeah. I think they come out a lot on K-Rock. The yeah. Commercials. Yeah. It used to be part 106, bro. Oh, okay. Okay. You know? Uh, big boy used to do it. But mm. yeah, I was working with them. I was doing parts and COVID came around. got laid off. And then my compadre hit me up. He's like, hey, man, like, see if you like Ready Mix. Like, he owned his own company at the time. He's like, come through, see if you like it. I rolled with him. I got my permit. And he's just like, just get your Class A, though. He's like, don't settle for Class B. It opens up the doors for you. Get everything. Get hazmat, get tankers, do everything. Mm. And I did it. So it took a while. You know, I had a... Um, couple of deaths in the family like set me back you know father-in-law passed away grandparents <laughs> mm-hmm. so but it was good i think that was the best thing that could ever happen to me is getting laid off and being put in a corner sometimes it just seems like like you're getting you know going through some bad stuff but in the end like it ends up you know working out yeah working out you know builds you up stronger so, the ready mix is that those trucks with the, the cement mixers? Yeah, okay, yeah, with okay. the big drum in the back. Did you like it? Did you end up working there, or that was just to no, introduce you, you know, to was, the trucking world? It just kind of introduced me to mm-hmm. it. You know, like he taught me. He let me drive them a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They run ten speeds too. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, business kind of dr- slowed up for them. And I know everything has its seasons. Even mm-hmm. we have our seasons here. Mm-hmm. But um. You know, like they wouldn't work if it was like really, really hot because the cement would dry up in the barrel. Oh, wow. Or if it was raining, they wouldn't work either. So it was just like wanting something a little more consistent. Uh, whether that's true now, I don't know. But back then, that was the situation. I was like, you know what? And I didn't want to mix too much business with family either. So I was like, you know what? Oh, okay, okay. So actually, I that's how I found my job was through you, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. On a post or something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, one, yeah, one thing is like getting the message like, hey, bro, thanks, you know, but then like, okay. So you see it like in person, like. Yeah, no, yeah, that's why. Like, it's, it's a full circle, bro. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. You said you're a company driver, right? Yeah. So if 
Is it hourly or by the load? It's hourly. I the first company I worked for was by the load, and it was good. Um, the pay wasn't the greatest for the move, so mm. I felt myself. I was working harder than an ugly stripper, dude. Like mm. you know, chooching the hell out of it, and you know, some friends seeing some friends get tickets. You know, like couple of, not fender benders with other people, but you're just rushing and like. You know, your head's always on a swivel, but sometimes you miss, you skip a beat, you're moving a little faster than you can keep up with, and, you know, you end up, like, clipping a K-rail. <laughs> yeah. You know, just doing stupid shit, you know? So it's like, I had to slow down, and I was like, you know what? Like, I, I, you had, I had days where as a company driver, like, especially, like, on load and a half days, like, I was hitting over $1,000 a day. For like on an extra day, like a six day of the week, um, but then it just started to slow down, and you know you're hitting like two fifty on a good day, three hundred, three fifty, and I found a company that paid me hourly, where I could be above like three fifty, you know, closer to four mm-hmm. every day, and it's hourly, you know, so it's just like I'm not lazy, like I the hustle is still there, you know, I say I got trained to work by the load so it's kind of like a hard habit to beat but like i just remind myself you know like slow down you know because your license that's everything like if that gets taken from me right now i don't know where i'll go to make the money i make right now yeah you know when you made that decision did you literally did you sit down and and run the numbers yeah or do you, you feel that it's optical illusion sometimes where it looks better on one end but um for me i can't I can't put a price on, like, not being stressed, you know, because when I was by the load, you're just like, granted, it makes you a better driver because you you know how to time management properly. So you're just like, you know what? All right, cool. So, you know, I'm going to hurry up, like, chooch it if I need to, get this load out before lunch, run it while lunch is going on at the ports, and then come back right as lunch ends. So that way you can try to get another load for the end of the night. So it taught me everything I need to do as far as the work, like how to get the loads out and stuff. But I wouldn't right now as a company driver, I wouldn't look back because right now you can you can be a safer driver and I can be a safer driver. I can, you know, something happens. I'm not like, damn, dude, like my day went down the bucket. Like it's just regardless, you're getting paid. You do one load, you're getting paid. You do four loads, you're getting paid. Do you think your pay would be impacted as that of many other company drivers by the AV5 thing? Um, no, because I'm not paid. Like, I'm paid W-2. Yeah. You know, so I don't think they're going to go anywhere with that. Uh, they do have a lot of trucks, so I don't – and not as many owner-operators. So for them – like, I spoke with them, you know, and for the sake of not – I'm not going to say their name or anything, but – um. Like, I've talked about it with him. He's just like, you know what, man? Like, we're working on it. Like, we don't, right now, I've, no, I've noticed actually a lot of places um, are, they kind of put like a freeze on holding owner operators, like a few companies out there. And it's a little scary, you know, because you're just like, man, like, what's going to happen? But it just takes time for everybody to catch up. And that's. Yeah, man, just waiting to hear back from them. I don't think it's going to affect company drivers, but everybody else is going to have to catch up with the times. I think 
nobody thought AB5 was going to be here to stay. Yeah. And I remember talking about it in like 2019. Like I was training like 2019, 2020. I was like, dude, like what's going to happen? You know, and some people were like, no, nah, I'm not here to stay. Like there's thousands of truckers. How are they going to do that to us? And they did it. <laughs> yeah. So now everybody's like, well, damn, you know, like what do we do? Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm working through right now. Like I said, I, I'm working towards being owner operator. Just, you know, right now I'm doing the research behind it. You know, try to not go in so blind. Yeah. With all the stuff you're seeing, all the changes, you came in at, at an interesting time. Yeah. So, uh, the carb, you know, some trucks are on their way out already at the end of the year. Um, AB5, all these regulations, the clearinghouse, mm -hmm. um, just stuff, man, regulation after regulation. So why do you still feel you entertain the thought of a owner-operator, like, coming in? Um, I need to provide, man. You know, I got my wife at home, or fiance, soon to be wife, but you know, she's ill, so it's just me working. You know, and I want all the things that you want growing up. You know, you want the house. You know, you want yeah. like stability, financial stability, financial freedom. Um, I feel because I don't know any different, I kind of came in to like the stressful situation of all these new regulations. It's just. It is stressful, but it's a lot less stressful than somebody who's been so accustomed to trucking without all these regulations and having to adapt. So for me, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, you're well, just kind of like, you like I, I haven't had it without the regulations. So you, you know? don't feel the pain. You're yeah. Like, oh, you're like coming in. You're like, it's this like, is oh, how it okay. is. Okay. That's the regulation. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do this for that. Yeah, I'm gonna adjust. exactly. Okay. You know, your mindset is more like starting off fresh. Yeah, exactly. You oh, know? I get you. I get you. So overall, why trucking? Um, you know, dude, I like it. It used to, I was always a class clown. I was always, had a lot of friends. Um, I always needed to be around people, you know, but after COVID hit, you know, everybody was stuck in their house and, you know, always having bosses, you know, like mm -hmm. working in a building, like. You know, brick and mortar, your boss is in the next office or whatever, but I like the peacefulness. You know, I like being alone, listening to music. I get to talk, spend more time on the phone with people now, like hmm. whether it's my parents or, you know, your friends, friends you make here. I made a lot of good friends in this industry. Yeah. You know, and solid people, you know, and it's just, it's like you said, it's a weird time, man. A lot of people are becoming more aware of their mental health too, you know, and I applaud everybody who does it. That's a hard step. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, dude, I, I like it. I like the driving. I like I like the vibe, you know? Like, I like all of it, you know? Like, it's kind of instant gratification. You notice, like, when you get better at parking or backing and, you know, talking to people who went from OTR to this. They're like, dude, I don't know how you guys do this. Like, this is stressful. Like, I've never backed up so much in my life. And, I don't know, it's cool. I like it. Like, and it provides, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do it for. The main thing, right? This is yeah. And if you love it, then that's a bonus. Exactly, too. man. Because it's like sometimes it ain't even worth the money to, to cruise, you know. Exactly. So you get to that fucking line. Yeah, bro. That's why we don't take lunches. We're stuck in lines. How did you feel when you got your first check trucking? Bro, it's like. 
that was one of my best checks at my first company. I even my trainers were just like, dude, like you did really good, bro. Mm. Like that's good, especially for a newbie. And like you've never mm. even been behind a truck like that. Like you did really good. And he was like, take home was like fifteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. It was solid, dude. Before I was making like twelve hundred bucks every other week. Okay. So when I got it, like, I was like, damn, bro. Like, I told my girl, I was like, you know what? Like, I like doing this. Like, <laughs> nah, I said, like, no, like, even. Trucking, like, trucking is my passion. Said, yeah, right? Like, that's a new me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, dude. I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I know they're not all going to be like this. They're not all going to be this great. You have slow weeks. You have port shutdowns, like, on the first Thursday of the month. But, like, this is good. Like, I can. You can actually, like, have your own place, you know? Like, rent's expensive. Like I said, my girl's six, so she doesn't work. Yeah. And it's, like, everywhere we look was, like, $2,000 a month, bro. You know? And at the time, we had roommates, so it was helping. Yeah. Uh, roommates. Ugh. Dude, it's freaking rough. Bro. I have bad experiences with roommates, bro. I don't do roommates anymore. No. That's why we have our own place now. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. It's just going back, like, maybe with a parent, I guess, like, if I really had to. You know, like my mother-in-law is pretty dope. She's minus two. Yeah, she's yeah. super chill, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, but huh, we lucky, man. Yeah, dude, for <laughs> real, because my mom was a nutcase. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm not gonna ask, but uh, okay. Um, describe your first day at the ports. How was that? First day wasn't bad, dude. That was. Um, I had a train a trainer. So HLT hires new people right out of driving school. People so. If you need a job or you know somebody needs a job, uh, Joel Salloway, S&M Trucking, he he responded to the post that I posted to you to mm-hmm. repost, mm-hmm. looking for a job. <clears throat> and he let me know about that place. So thank you, Joel. That's great that they respond to you. Sometimes yeah. I'll be feeling like a dispatcher. But yeah, like, you're saying, you know, like, um, sending like, messages back. Yeah, but but, but, but not it's like, rag, bro. so you put... Bro, I'm looking for a job. Yeah, you know, I'm looking so for I'll a put, job. Okay, new driver. I you put know, your like, post. You're looking for a job. I tag you in the bottom, you know. But then I get the messages. Tell him to try like, this. Tell him to try that. Uh, people, I tag them. Please help me out, man. Yeah. Like, like, then I'm going to go tell him on your behalf when you can just click right there. Click the tag. Boom. Send Let him Adam know. or send him a message, whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah also, then if you guys are private, too, sometimes people don't go past that. They're like, yeah, oh, they're private. Like, oh, I don't want to add him. Like, so then they got to go to messaging and request. And yeah. Like, so so you guys want it. Then might want to make it make public it, uh, for yeah, a moment. Maybe. Exactly. And that's yeah, better reach. You know? Exactly. Definitely. But yeah, man. What was the question again? Fuck, I got sidetracked. I, yeah, me too. I just thought the DM and. Someone saw your wanted. Yeah, Joel. You yeah, know? you know he um he hooked me up, bro. Like because he reached out to me like that, like it ever changed everything. You know, I got in a reunion and everything too. So that uh, that was the best. Yeah, but the first day at the ports though, so I was training with him. Yeah, that's what it was, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> yeah. Um, you were first, saying, yeah, you were yeah first day at the ports. Like, it was it was cool, bro. Like. Because he was the one driving, right? He's like, you know what? I'm not going to throw you in like that. Like, just kind of watch what I do because we trained four weeks day, four weeks on nights. Mm. And he's like, just watch. First week, he's like, just chill, bro. Like, watch what I do. Try to take notes. Mm-hmm. You know, see what I say at the speaker. Yeah. Um, look at the cheat sheet because they gave us a cheat sheet. Like, all right, this port, like, they asked for this, this, and this. Like, a scat code, an appointment number, or okay. whatever, a pin. 
He's like, just try to keep track, try to learn your pores, try to know where we're going. Cause when you're driving, I'm not going to help you as much so you can kind of learn. Like, all right, cool. So it was chill, bro. Like he did all the driving. I kind of got a sightsee and everything. Like see all the, the cranes worked and everything. See all the clerks running around. It's a lot. Don't get me wrong. I, I can imagine how it is for people who like go untrained. Yeah, dude. Like, I could never, I could never, like, I, you could, you know, but it's going to be a freaking mess, man. And even though I had that training and that luxury, like when you're in there on your own, like even without like tra- you're out, you're officially on your own, it's still like a lot. You're just like, damn, like, all right, how does this go? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like you're afraid because like they got cameras, so you're not supposed to be on your phone. But then you're looking at the map on your phone real quick, like trying to look and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, first day by myself. Yeah. I got a. <laughs> I got a blowout, bro. I was bringing an export back from. Uh, from Costco Miraloma mm-hmm. and I got a blowout on the back very last tire on the outside and I was probably I was coming down the like the Desmond Bridge and our yards right there on Ferry Street ah. so I was like mm, like what do I do you know like, Girl, I, I called going. my trainer I was like hey bro like you know this happened like off the record I don't want to wait for a tow truck bro he's like just limp it back dude just limp mm-hmm. it back you'll be fine just when yeah, you when point. you pull up to the yard, just tell them like, "Hey, bro, I just had a blow on the off ramp." Yeah, you know, don't tell them it happened miles from the yard. <laughs> yeah, but bro, try uh, yeah. Oh, it's happened uh, again further, yeah. bro. That happened. Yeah. I had another one happen on the one hundred and five. I made it all the way back to yeah. the ports. <laughs> just, it is what it is. Really, yeah. I, I I feel like <clears throat> no trucking is better than any other industry. Like. You know, I wouldn't say, like, Porter's better than Flatbed or, like, Reefer or Drive-On, but I feel like port truckers are a little, like, the most savage out of the industry. I feel like we... The fuck out of our way. Nah. Oh, it's just like you kind of have to... It's a survival you gotta, yeah, way bro, that it's like, set up. It's kinda you know, like, it's just like the chassis are shit if you get a port chassis nine yeah. times out of ten. So it's just like you kind of... There's so much learning to do in this industry, man, like, just to make it, you know? Because if you did everything by the book, bro, like, Hell just do OTR. No. Like, right there, <laughs> you got to wait for the mechanic, for the road or guys, mm-hmm. for the... For them to roll to up. To repair your tires, right? You Whatever. Know, when you should have been at the yard at 1 a.m., you're going to be at the yard at 8 a.m., bro, like... Yeah, just to get the, the good boy pat on the back. Yeah. But, um... What was I going to ask you? Um, oh, I, I want to say that's pretty cool. I think that is a good step for companies to to moving forward. Train the drivers. That way they don't go in there and create a mess, you know? Yeah. Because I, I, I feel, uh, well, I've been told, uh, okay, let me rephrase that. They, they've kind of mentioned that, like, well, you guys should be trained. Don't come in here and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you know? Yeah. Like the way we expect uh, longshoremen to know what they're doing when they're loading us and yeah. not, not fucking up and dropping cans on us, let's just say, right? <laughs> so they expect us to know what we're doing too because then they, they kind of just don't want to babysit us either, yeah. you know? So I get it with that. Like imagine you're a clerk and you don't know what the fuck to say. No wonder they get upset. Like, Yeah, exactly. What do you want? Like, Get, so, get to the point. Yeah. yeah, so that's really good that they're doing that. I think more companies should do that, try yeah. that. How hard is it for them to get a passenger in there, though? Is there some uh, They do need to... 
you know how it is, bro. Like they're these ports are trying to get big companies in there that right, have like a lot of CNG trucks. So I think it's based off that. You know, like right? relationships with the state, relationships with the ports. Um, I think that's how they get it. You know, HLT they do have that. My current company, I don't know if they have that. Um, but I think HLT is one of the only companies that has that where they ha- they can have passengers in there. Yeah, I think that's smart, bro, because it is. If I'm a new driver and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try ports without training after dude. the first day might be my last i'll be like a lot of people this. it is even with the training dude we so saw now, it was a revolving yeah. door like people go in first day solo they're like i'm done like i can't oh come i can't on. do it like, come, yeah, on, come on bro. Man. Like, he literally held your hand all the way through yep and that's what you know some of the like we had a yard manager he's like bro like we held your hand dude like it couldn't get any easier for you yeah you know and it's just some people some people aren't just cut for it bro yeah this is it it comes a time too when you do get fucking sick of that shit, you know. But <laughs> I can imagine. I have my days. Yeah, like me, I did my time, but yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, what is your uh, opinion? What was your opinion about port truckers before the CDL versus now that you're a port trucker? You know, I know you saw them around the freeway. You're like, hmm. I did. You know, so like I always, as far as trucking goes, I had a cousin, <clears throat> and. Like, I have, like, a white side of the family and then a Mexican side. So, he was from the white side. Dude, was huge, bro. I, I First time I ever met him, he was 6'4". Like he had, like, a big Peterbilt and he was pulled in front of my grandpa's house. I never met him before in my life. Like, dude, that's awesome, bro. And he was driving a reefer. But I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I was probably, like, 10. I was like, dude, like, I would be a truck driver, bro. This is dope. Like, I get a roll in this thing. But seeing port truckers, uh First time I really paid attention was seeing them getting robbed on Fast and the Furious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You know, I was like, dang, like I saw like the, sh- the port scene, you know, they're unloading them. And like, I was mm-hmm. always curious, like, how do you, I always thought you had to be like a government employee to get into the ports. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I could never do that. Like, you know, past history or whatever. I could yeah. never get in there like that. Um, but once I saw you can actually do it, you know, like I was starting to look for jobs and, my cousin's like, make sure you get your twig just in case. Like, and then I found your Instagram room for there was history. Like, I like it. I like, con- I like doing containers a lot. Um, I know it's kind of, it's hard right now, especially like when you want to get your own truck. I know it's hard right now. And I would probably branch off, you know, and look into doing other things as well. Like with a truck, you know, doing flatbed. I wouldn't mind doing flatbed, chaining and strapping. Okay. You know, just be more broad. Don't yeah. be, you know. That's where an authority comes into play. Exactly. Yeah. Freedom to jump around. Exactly. You know. So you didn't really entertain much about the thought about container hauling before you I even. Didn't, because I didn't think I could. You just ended up here then. That's crazy. Yeah, I just ended up here yeah. and I liked it. Contineros chose you. That's it, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I liked it, dude. Like, I, I was just like, dude, this is dope. Like, you don't have to unload your own freight most of the time. Like, yeah. just drop and hook. You're in and out. You bounce, come back. Like, keep moving. Like, I really like this stuff, man. I have unloaded sometimes because I was a uh, chucho trying to just go help yeah. you guys. You got a live unload, so you're just like, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Any port story you'd like to share with us? Uh, yeah, dude. So I was training. It was, I was training day still. I was with, um, 
Oh, okay. All right. I was with <laughs> I was with Joel and was I driving? No, I wasn't. It was my first week, man. And I was at Evergreen. I think it was Evergreen. Well, one of them. Uh, this port guy, he was there. He's like, man, he's like, look at you guys. Why they got two guys in one truck, man? He's like, just being like a little smart ass, a little mm-hmm. clerk, right? He's yeah. Just, this and that, and my uh, trainer's like, oh, he's training, bro. He's new. Yeah, oh, we got a new fish. New fish. He kept calling me new fish, right? He's like, all right, fish. He's like, I'm gonna teach you how to. Actually, I was driving. He's like, I'm gonna. You know, he's like, if I tell, uh, if I do this, means back up. If I do this, means go forward. If I do this, means stop. You know, he's just kind of walk. He's cool, bro. He's cool, smart ass, but he was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, all right, man. You know, just like be patient with me, bro, because like the new automatic trucks, they still it's like a manual but automatic. So you have to drive it like a clutch still. So if you press the gas too hard, bro, that shit just fucking jumps back. So I was mm-hmm. stressing, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like, the guy's looking at me. He's like, chill out. You know, like, the truck's jumping everywhere and stuff. And and uh, they were, fish, relax, relax, fish. So I ended up getting the load. He's like, all right, man, like, be cool, bro. Be safe. Like, send me on my way. And I'm driving with the load. And... Probably about like 10 seconds later, I hear honking. I'm like, what the hell? Dude, I look at Joel. I'm like, dude, what did I do wrong? Bro, what did I do wrong? I'm new, right? I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What's going on? Uh, He's like, hey, remember to relax. He threw a tall can into the freaking truck. A modelo, bro. Yeah. I was like, dude, no way, bro. No way. Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, Unopened, right? Unopened. Nice and cold. Nice and cold, bro. Like He had a little lonchera in there or something, bro. Uh, Dope-ass guy. Like, so that kind of set the tone for me, too, like, (laughs) with port workers. Like, they're not all bad, bro. Yeah. Like, I've met a handful of, like, clerks that are really dope. Some of them misunderstood, you know. I'm just like us. There's good drivers, bad drivers. So it's like you could turn someone's day around, you know. You just need to kill people with kindness, even if it's you being a bigger person. Sometimes you just got to throw a tall It'll can. It'll turn their day, you know. Sometimes you got to throw a tall can and, you know, just. <laughs> I I saved that beer for a year. I told myself, if I make it a year, I'll drink that beer. And I did. Uh, yeah, for yeah, real? Yeah, bro. You didn't have it on the spot, no, allegedly? I, allegedly, no. Mm. No, I saved it for a year, bro. That was my champagne, bro. I made it a year and I cracked that bitch open. When was the year? That was January... Of last year, oh. so like right after New Year's, that got me thinking. I I should know this because I I was you know I'm a alcoholic, so I should know a little bit about this. Did, <laughs> did they expire? Like probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see an expiration date. There wasn't no fishies in there when I opened it. No. It was still got. It still had gas. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what? That is very interesting, bro. Yeah, that was a cool story. Well, what's one thing you would change at the ports if you could? Uh, <sighs> one thing like to pick is kind of hard. It does have a lot of a lot of hang-ups. I don't It's like sometimes things happen like when you it's a long wait to get in. You know, you don't know if it's them. So you, it's easy to blame somebody. But you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I would say for everybody to be more understanding of each other's jobs, you know, for 
us as truckers to be more understanding as for the clerks, you know, maybe they're trying their best. Don't always assume the worst in somebody, you know, just and vice versa. You know, clerks have no patience with us or very limited patience or they don't understand that we're still acclimating to these new equipment with these automatic transmissions. Cause like, dude, even two years in, it still happens to me where sometimes the clutch engages a little faster than it does. And I smack the shit out of the can and then oh, they're, they're sitting there yelling at me. Like, it's like, bro, like I'm trying. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I feel if I had to change anything, just having a better understanding of each other, truckers versus like the whole clerk thing. And you know, not all of us are bad. Some of us are trying our best. Some of us do want to be professionals. You know, just try to be more understanding of where each person is coming from. You know, people have bad days. Understand that, too. That, you know, just we're human, man. We're not automated yet. Uh, <laughs> good one. Good one. Did, did you study for this, man? You can't come in here with some with some good, uh, oh, good points. Do you see yourself doing this forever when you become uh, automated? <laughs> right. Um, you know, man, I've, I've thought about it. Yeah, I've talked about it with my girl. Um, to be honest with you, this, I like doing this trucking thing. Um, I don't know if I'll ever go over the road. I like going home every night or at the very least every couple nights being home. But this initially, like I looked into to do like this trucking thing, like to bust my ass and try to make new avenues for streams of income, you know, try to, I feel like that's kind of one of the, not the only way, but that's one of the more common ways to actually make it and kind of have a little excess. You know, everybody wants more, you know, you want to have just stepping stone. Yeah. Just no, just comfort, you know? So it's just like, this is like a, I wouldn't say a stepping stone cause I, I wouldn't mind retiring from this. Like, mm. Okay. In my early or late fifties around there, but this can help like finance other streams of income, like other ideas, other side hustles to bring money in. So in this industry, anything can happen, right? Uh, can anything you crash or whatever your license gets pulled. Like, I don't want to be caught with my pants down and not have a way to provide money or like just to live. So that's what this I realize I'm pretty good at this, so I want to have other streams of income to bring money in, man. Just it's my key to success. Is there? So since we're on that topic, what what are some side hustles you have, or something you have in mind? Um, like my girl, she does like custom vinyl crafting right she does her cricket so we did we started that that's one of our side hustles she does she does like like mugs tumblers she does like welcome mats and stuff like just pinterest stuff you know like so we got her into that she's doing pretty good man she's starting to take off with that she does lashing on the side so i kind of converted her off it it's like an office slash like nah, not me dog <laughs> these are natural I know she practiced on yeah. you at least once. You, Why you got to call me out like that, bro? <laughs> Did you support like that? Yeah, of course, bro. That's my partner. Yeah, how do yeah. That's my that's my best friend. You know, so she because she got sick, I didn't want her to just be at home and just not do anything. Yeah, you, know, you go I, crazy. If I yeah. die, bro, like mm-hmm. I told her, what are you going to do, dude? Like you need to have you need to be self-sufficient too. So find some things you want to do. 
I got you. I'm like, let's do it. So those are her little side hustles. For me, I know I was, for a while, like, I'm a, I'm a mechanic, bro. Like, I know how to work on cars. So I would do little side jobs and stuff here and there when I need money, brakes or whatever, tune-up, little things like that. Uh, as far as in the future for side hustles, what I like to do is, of course, I like to invest in property. You know, not so much here in California, probably out of state. Mm-hmm. I'd like to invest in properties and maybe a couple other side businesses. Like they have like those luxury Mercedes Sprinter vans or whatever. You know, you can rent those out. Just stuff that pays for itself. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. Just like that, dude. You know, I, I I throw ideas out there all the time. I'm always thinking of stuff to do. You know, like buying like luxury-ish like performance cars and you run them out like on Turo or something you know because at the end of the day even if you don't make a lot of money if you can rent it out a couple of days out of the month then your car payment's free mm-hmm. that car is essentially free you know so just that's just doing things like that just brainstorm uh who inspires you like do you, do you like what books or mm, i don't you know i should be reading more mm-hmm. you know is this it's hard to do it when I drive. Audible. But, yeah. Audible. I thought about that too. You know, it's like I always end up getting sidetracked because like I watch the road and stuff. So I end up, it, it goes in, but I don't retain it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have ADHD or something, man, but I just have a hard time retaining. Um, but honestly, seeing my family, my I come from a family of like business owners, you know, like I got a tia naturally that cleaned mm-hmm. houses. Mm-hmm. And then I got my dad who was a gardener. And landscaper, you know, my cousin had his own ready mix company. Other uncles are gardeners. Other uncles do this, that. So it's just seeing them own a business and not go beyond that. Like granted, they lived comfortable-ish lives, you know, like they had what they needed. And for them, that was enough. Yeah. You know, but like nobody in my family has made generational wealth. Oh, okay. So they have, although they're independent and have their own business, it kind of. It stops at them. Yeah, there you go. You know. Okay. It's not scalable as much. Mm-mm. Okay. So that's what I, that's what I think about a lot. Yeah. Gotta love the hustle, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. Any any struggles that that you may be going through, and you're willing to share that, kind of to let people know. That, because we see people working all the time, and we don't really know what they're going through, and, and and then you'd be surprised what a lot of people go through, and they still show up, you know. So what keeps you going, and anything going on at the moment? Uh, or you've been through a struggle? Yeah, man, it's been a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I lost my father-in-law. That was that was nuts, bro. That was like a couple of days before my birthday. Two years ago, he um he had a heart attack out in the water. We were up in Mammoth, and just brought him. In. My parents were there, of course. My suegra was there. My little cuñada, my my fiance. But you know, like before that, you'd always say like, "It's like you know when somebody passes, bro. Like it kind of all makes sense what they were saying before." You know, because he was always like, oh, like, if anything ever happens, like, take care of my girls, my girls, my girl, like, watch them, watch them, watch them. And, like, it happened, bro. You know, like, I, me and my swagger brought him in ashore, and I tried giving him CPR, and it was nuts. Like, that was, like, 
Dude, it was crazy, bro. Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, you know, so just like that is what gives me, like, it kind of lit a fire under my ass, you know. Um, It did. That was everything. That was, like, it was so unfortunate to lose them, but because of that day, it lit a fire under my ass, you know. Just, and it, how short life is, and... Keep showing up, man. <laughs> you know, bad, bad shit happened. You know, whether it's your significant other, like, disrespecting, like, you know, whether, you know, cheating on you or whatever your case is that you're going through, bro. Like, you're having financial trouble. Just know you're not alone. Everybody's going through their own course of life and just keep going. You know, just suicide rates up, man. You know, and Instagram doesn't help. You know, you see, like, you wonder. You're, you're just like, dude, like, they're traveling. They're traveling. They're doing this. This guy just bought this. Like, you can't help but to put pressure on yourself. But so like, you don't know the steps they took to get there. You don't know if they had help or not. And it's not up to you to know. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> don't don't put yourself down. Uh, don't read into other people's lives so much. Like, focus on yours. Water your grass. You know? Don't pay attention to theirs. Eventually, you work hard enough and... You know, you're going to have setbacks, but eventually, like, your day is going to come. You know, just just keep showing up, dude. Don't. Yeah. Sometimes you want to, like, be motivational and shit, but there's a lot of negative going on, and you're like, how can, how can I turn this into something positive for someone? And then sometimes it can kind of, like, go make it worse for you because you're trying to help others through your struggles. And then it kind of makes you reflect, like, damn, everything's all fucked up. And it kind of makes you feel worse in an attempt to try to uplift others. Yeah. So there's sometimes those long-term moments. Yeah, yeah, when it's like, fuck, where's the light, you know? Yeah. But I think it's good being open. And then in in the long term, when it all works out, you can look back at that and be like, see, even in the long stretches of downtime, well, we all want instant There's, gratification. You know what I mean? We all want instant gratification. We're all guilty of it. You know, when we bring up a situation or a problem, we want it fixed now. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that sometimes it takes effort and it takes time yeah. for things to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You know? Even like weight loss, like, oh, bro, you try to yeah, work bro. out and then. You do sit up, do 100 sit ups, and you look in the mirror, and you're just like, bro. Can't hang, can't hang. You know? That's, yeah, definitely. Like, I know what that is. Right now, I got to start working on that for my wedding, but. Yeah. And they say it's hard to feel good if you don't see results. Yeah, if you're not fit, it's hard to feel good about yourself. Instant gratification, man. (laughs) Like, you want it, but you don't want to put in the work. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's say nothing that's great is like, comes easy, bro. Like, Hey, back to um, your situation. Did did you did you experience anything kind of weird after it happened? Like, did you ever find yourself asking for like some kind of sign, or was there anything that you questioned? Like, like any coincidences around the 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 death of him? Um, just blessings, bro. You yeah. know that I actually made it. You know, I, I believe in a lot of that, you know, blessings from people that, you know, are not with us anymore. I, 
you can do work the hardest you want, I feel, and feel you're putting in everything. But at the end of the day, it's God's plan. Whether you succeed, sometimes it's just not up to you. You could be pumping your hardest and you just fall on your face. You know, and you just have to take it in and, you know, before you go up, dude, like things got to go down. You know, you have to be put through those hurdles and those problems. Like that's how you get wise. That's how you get wisdom. And that's how you have to take it. Because if you constantly look at, like, damn, like, I'm getting fucked again. I'm getting fucked again. I'm getting fucked again. Like, of course, bro. Like, you're looking at things the wrong way. Like, naturally, you're going to be like, damn, dude, like, my life fucking sucks. But if you look at it, it's like, you know what? Like, I'm being put through this shit so I learn how to get through it so that I have wisdom to pass on to other people. You have to be more positive, man. Mm-hmm. You know? At least that's how I feel. And so far within this past year, I've tried to really mold myself into that. And it's helped a lot. It's brought a lot of positivity into my life. You know? Well, glad to hear things are getting better. Yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> you still have a hard time, bro. Like, we still have a hard time. My, my fiance is going through chemo right now. Not for cancer. You know, if at least for the most, everybody, every time I tell somebody that and they're like, is it cancer? I'm like, no, they're like, oh, good. There's chemo for other things? Yeah, dude. I didn't know. Yeah. My girl's got, um, like lupus, like really okay. bad lupus, colitis. She got like autoimmune disorders, like up what the is, ass. Bro. What is lupus? Lupus is, it's, it's a disorder. Like it's affected by, by like the sun. So like when you get, when you have oh, too much sun or whatever, okay. like dude, like you'll get like pain in your, like aching in your joints. Like, really bad, bro. Like, it'll affect your blood system. Um, it could shut down organs. So she has to... Yeah, she has, like, she gets, like, resets. Like, twice a year, she does chemotherapy. And it's like, dude, you're watching your partner go through that. Like, it, it kills her, bro. Like, she's just... She has a hard time. Like, she got... This time, it took her through loop. Like, you know, she's just cold sweats, achy. Like... And it's like the thing about it is like if it was cancer, like I don't wish that on anybody, but at least you have a chance of like going into remission. You don't really have to deal with it until it comes back. But it's like this has just been consistent since she was like 15. This just has to happen kind of like every like six r- months or so. Respectfully, it's kind of like like a maintenance that the body exactly. needs. And it's gonna it has to reset her not- immune system. And then, uh, yeah, that's. Hard. Yeah, bro. So it's just, that's what I mean. Like, we have our struggles, too. You know, like, things have gotten a little better as far as, like, my outlook on life. But we still have struggles. I still deal with that. She still deals with that. You know, she's tough. She handles it. You know, and she has her days like anybody. But so that's what I mean. You're not alone, dude. You're and not you're alone. You're still showing up to yeah, work bro. with all that on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You just pet those, man. Nah. Okay. So I'm mean, going through something, you know. That's it. So I I hope she gets better. You, you never know, like you never know. Changing. That's why like things are like, changing, you know, you know? Like, like diet helps. You know, like I know we haven't been eating the best or whatever. <laughs> Who does like food's good, bro? Them tacos call our name. It's that port money, yeah, now, and bro, I eat, eating like out. Flaming. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite spot around here to eat in the truck um, when you when you? Dude, it's hard. Honestly, yeah. I. No secret my, spots. Nah, my girl usually take packs me lunch, mm. and she takes care of me, bro. Ah. 
But They're both troopers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, she's she's a ride or die for sure, bro. She would get a pass, you know. Nah. You don't think you think you could get a pass? Like, <laughs> chill, baby. You know. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I got you. Um, you got me. I got you. All right. Uh, they got they got some spots out here though, bro. Like I know there's like a breakfast breakfast spot just in the neighborhood if you're not in a truck, you know. But they have like that. It's like a breakfast spot somewhere around here somewhere. They got like a weird, like a egg, fucking mascot or whatever. <laughs> what? It's called, bro? It's like right around the corner. I forgot what it's called. Like an egg? Yeah, it's like a egg, like a animated egg as a mascot, bro. Like it's a little breakfast joint. It looks like it's been there forever. Mm. They even got like merch. It's not the Chori Man? No. No. Huh? no. Okay. Fantastics. They make bomb breakfast burritos. They're right down nah. the street, too. Yeah, you're making me hungry, bro. I know, do me, too, bro. It's coffee and cutting it. Do you, do you have any, adv- any, um, advice for other drivers or uh those that seek to be a driver okay here we go let me rephrase that hey bro i just got my license what do you recommend i do i feel like this is a so it's like good and bad right so it's like you get into ports at least for a company driver you're making pretty good money kind of a lot more than anywhere else like more inland you know you get into like whether you're doing flatbed for quick read or whatever, mm-hmm. like, so if you start in the ports and you end up not liking it and you try to find a job inland doing truck driving, you're not going to make as much money. So just like know that in advance. Um, that's money wise. I would say that. So just know like there kind of is like the most money in port work, a container work as a company driver. Uh, as far as, things to know like if you have no experience or little experience hlt they're clean bro they'll give you a job i'm not i don't even work with them dude yeah, i don't even yeah, get that like yeah. sign-on bonus or whatever referral whatever but if it wasn't for them dude definitely like i would i don't think i would have had the success that i've had doing this um what else be courteous to each other you know i know it's sometimes you get in your own zone and you, it's easy to be selfish and be like well i gotta go i gotta go you know, so you whether you're like third laning and like cutting people off, bro. Like, just chill out, bro. Like, your life is precious. Other people's roads on the press are pre- on the road are precious, bro. Like, you know, you see a trucker trying to get in, and you're stuck in traffic. Like, I get it. You know, that one letting that one driver in. Like, I've been in that position where I let a driver in and it screwed me. Like, I, you know, the crane comes, oh, lands right on top of you. Gets, goes and you're at the first can on top and he just decides to take lunch. Had you been there those two minutes, like whatever, because you let that guy in, you would have got your load. But it's karma points, man. You know, sometimes just be nice. Sometimes I get it, you can't. Or there's a big line to get into Maersk and somebody dive bombs all the way to the front. And you're just like, dude, like I've been waiting for an hour and a half in this line, bro. Like, you know, just. Yeah. You know, I get it. But just try to be more courteous to each other. You know? We're all in this shithole together. Yeah, back to the whole being in your spot thing. I, I, I don't move if I'm already in my spot. Because of that, I already learned my lesson. So. Yeah. Also, people come up to you and say that their container is on top of yours. If you could trade spots, it's still a no. It's still a no. Still <laughs> and if a they no. get upset, Sorry, then it's like, I guess that's what I get for being here first, buddy. You yeah, know? no, that that's just it too. You know, like I feel 
So you have to find a middle ground because some people just feel really entitled. You know, like some people are just like, hey, you know, are you in your spot? Yeah. Oh, well, my spot's right in front of you. And like, there's a little bit of room. You think you can back up and like let me in so I can get It's like, dude, like I'm already here, bro. And Mm -hmm. this is my spot. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just, it's the hustle, bro. That's where coming, like learning how to move in the port, that all comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to, you win some, you lose some, bro. Like, you know, it happen, I'm sure it happened to us where you show up just a little bit too late or you see somebody backing into your spot Ugh. or you can barely fit and you're just like, damn, you're assed out. Now you got to go wait in the back and, you know, snipe it out, see if you can. Honk at everyone, yeah, honk, even yeah. if you don't know if where the fuck they're going, yep. but it just makes you feel better. Yeah. Hey, lines, <laughs> over here, lines over here, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. every driver, like, hey, what spot are you going? What spot are you going? What spot are you going? Just to see, you know? Or just go, and then based on the honks, you know. You, know. you, you kind of gauge it. Yeah. Like, All right, you know what they're honking at me. They're f- sometimes, dude, like, you just wonder, like, what the hell some of these people are doing. So sometimes there'll be a spot open, right? And you dive bomb in there knowing that the line's going to move forward because you can kind of see if all these chassis are, like, offset on the containers. You can be, all right, you know what, like, about three trucks back kind of looks like everybody's going to be rolling up. Yeah. So if you squeeze in... But it was not enough room for like a dude with a sleeper, right? He's gonna stick out too far into the lane. Dude, they lose their shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, I've I've had like threats, bro. Like, dudes try to freaking open up my truck door. Like, it's like, bro, you, you should have just gotten here, knowing the guy's load's coming down. You know, it's gonna move. Like, well, we've been here all day. And it's like, dude, you didn't get in here. I did. Well, you need to get out of line. Go get a clear, bro. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Like, you know, it's not, you didn't intentionally be a bad guy, but it's like you got in, get in where you fit in, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, get Literally. in where you fit in. Yeah. You know, and if you fit in, then that's it. They're lost. Like, they could have did it. Sometimes you got to choose it, bro. Yeah, they're just mad they didn't get to it, do they, it. Exactly. They're in, yeah. <laughs> they didn't think of I it. Would, they didn't have the balls s- to do it. I would go scope it out. Well, that's why you do it before you make line, before you waste time in yeah. the line. You go scope you go it scope out, it let, out let him honk, but if your spot's open, go in. If it's not, then you, you go, go with that. Around. You go with that peace of mind to the back of the line, like. All okay. right, my spot's taken. Yeah. I'm asked out. Whatever. Let's chill. Yeah. yeah. So the next question is, if you could go back in time, what would you tell 18 year old Jeremy? Um. I love cars, right? I wasted a lot of money on it. I wasted a lot of time. I would definitely let myself know like the potential i have to do you know i would have told myself about this industry a long time ago bro because i feel you know i would have been a lot more ahead in life you know i like, guess never too late to an extent right you know i'm like 31 I'm gonna be 32 in a few days yeah but had i started this in my early 20s like i know right now i'd have a house like i, I know i would have you know things would have been better but I'm grateful for where I am today. But yeah, I would I would tell myself, you know, just get your head on straight, quit blowing through money on stupid shit, you know. You can do it later when you have a house and when you're already set, but right now you need to focus on you know, bettering yourself and providing for your future. Dude, the money I sunk into those cars, I know I could have bought a truck cuz trucks were what? Like $30,000. Like uh recently? No, I'm talking like before this whole like yeah. 2015 
2018, yeah. 30,000 bucks, you could have a truck. Yeah. You know? But. Am I the only one that imagines and plays this game, like, in their head, like, what? I wonder how much money I would get back if I could get a refund for all the stupid shit I spent money on. Like, how much would I have right now? If it could Definitely. magically appear. Definitely, you know? like, at least 70 grand. Mm. Just in car stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, I always use, like, nice tools, you know, like Snap-on and stuff. So, it, I still have the tools, though, by the way, so. Yeah. But, yeah, if I, had I put my, applied my money correctly, I know I would have had a truck already and would have been a lot better off financially, but you live in and you learn, man. It's part of just accepting your fate. And you try to pass wisdom on other people, but you have to be understanding that not everybody takes your advice or, you know, a lot of people are hard-headed like myself and just go, bro. You got to learn on your own. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Uh, lastly, any... Um a goal you would like to share? You want to be an owner-op? Anything you want to throw out there? Maybe in the future you look back on this episode and be like, oh, shit, I did it. Or what's the main thing you want to look back on and be like, I'm glad I did that? Um, Just like the same thing as finding a job, dude. You know, it would be nice to come back to this, you know, a few months, a couple of years, whenever it does happen and, you know, let you know if it worked out. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes things don't. And I think that's... That's a risk you go into as an owner-operator. Sometimes things work out. Sometimes things don't. You just have to be understanding. Give it your all. Don't just, you know, like I believe in signs, but don't let signs, don't let, like God's not going to provide you success. You know, he gives you the tools for it, but you need to bust your ass to make it a reality. And if it doesn't, like sometimes it's just, it's just not your time or whatever, for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. Maybe you could have been great at it, but then you get in a freaking bad wreck, you know, right before you sell your truck or whatever. Just, I don't know. That's the way I think of things. Like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So you think it happened and now you're fucked, but it really prevented something Something else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing, like, about positive thinking, you know? Yeah. Try to be positive because if you think about the negative and everything, dude, you're just going to rot. Then everything in your life becomes negative. You look at everything negatively. Then you start thinking negatively of people surrounding you because you think they're as negative as you are. And they're they're not. Oh, yeah, assuming. Assuming is, like, the worst thing that we can do as humans, and we do it a lot, and I still catch myself doing it. But it's bettering yourself, man. Anything you would like to add? We're at the end. Mm, I think we covered everything, man. Just, you know, stay happy and don't stay happy. Yeah. Don't forget to reach out to people, check on your people. Uh, if you're going through hard times, man, it's okay to open up, dude. Like I know I may not look it, but you know, my dad's like hundred percent Mexican bro, from Michoacan, like from there. Across the river, just like a lot of our peeps did. And his dad, very ornery too, bro. Just didn't like talking about, like, there's no such thing as depression. There's no such thing as, like, any of that thing. Like, they're just like, no, not that we the pendejo. You know, from mm-hmm. Dalega. Mm-hmm. All the time. Like, don't talk about your feeling. Don't cry. Don't. So, dude, 
times have changed, bro. Like, you can't bottle that up because that shit bites you in the ass later. You don't know how to talk to your kids or you don't know how to talk things out with your spouse or your significant other. You have to. And you get that cycle going. Yeah, you you want to break that curse, man. You know, like, you know. Got it. Reach out. Reach out. If you need help, you know, people are willing to listen, man. I, I've had that talk with a couple of people that are on this board. Mm-hmm. You know? Just, yeah, yeah. A lot of great people, man. No, a lot of good people in here, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of good people. Is just we're out here, dude, and for the right reasons. You know, like when people say, "Like, hey, bro, I'm having like a hard time." Like, I don't expect them to tell me what exactly is going on in their life. You know, but yeah. sometimes people just want to be heard. They want to hear themselves say it out loud, and then you know, some people deal with it like that. Yeah, you'd be surprised. You could save someone's life. Yeah. Just by hearing them out and then walking them through that whole moment of like, you know, it's, it's yeah. not a contest either, you know, because like, so I feel like yeah. sometimes we think we're helping with somebody trying to prove that our life is harder or worse. Oh, yeah. You know? But yeah. Like, dude, in reality, like, dude, you're just making it worse for them, mm-hmm. you know, because now they feel guilty thinking that they're going through their problems and now you're going through something worse. So it's like you're belittling their problem. So they yeah. just hear people out. If they yeah. want your input, they'll give you that cue or ask, like, hey, you want to hear what I have to say? Or are you just venting? You know, like, mm. don't yeah. try to always outdo somebody, you know, with trauma or whatever they got going on in their life at the moment. Just yeah. hear them out, bro. I think low key, we want to make it about ourselves sometimes. Yeah, all the time. You want to relate, yeah. you know, like, that's, yeah. I think that's like a natural instinct. You want to relate. Yeah. And, you know, but sometimes you just listen. Yeah. Just That's why we got two years, one yeah, month. Yeah, bro. That's it. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, well, thank you guys. Well, first of all, thank you for taking the time to come by course, on man. a Sunday. On a Sunday. Mm. Gotta go to church. And then um, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the support. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.